The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra, workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design. The Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power in captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. Hey, new show alert. Don't miss the debut of BetQL Tailgate Kickoff, Saturday morning at 9 o'clock Eastern time with Ryan Horvat. He's here to gear you up for an action-packed day of college football. Whether you're a seasoned better looking for the last-minute edge or a newcomer eager to dive into the world of college football wagering, this show is for you. And joining us now to preview the upcoming college football season is... Ryan Horvat. Did I get that right? Yeah. Uh, hey, Horvy. Uh, good to see you. Uh, great to have you on. Talk about the show. What should we be expecting uh, every Saturday morning as we get ready for college football? Yeah, I'm really excited to get going. You know, um, I got the idea just because I think Nick and Ken do a really good job with their Sunday NFL show right before the games go, you know, right before most of the games kick off. You know, you want to know Where's the line going? Where's the total going? Sometimes you have no reason, you know, why the line's moving so much. If it moves a point and a half, two points, through the key number, you know, a lot of people think, oh, maybe that's the public pushing the money. That's never really the case. You know, for example, uh, with college football, it's kind of the same thing, you know. So just wanted to kind of fill people in why the line's moving, where it's moving, why the total's moving, where it's moving, injuries, suspensions, because college football's weird where sometimes obviously a guy will miss the first half of a game. Also, coaches not always honest with their injury reports throughout the week. It's not the same as the NFL. So sometimes you have no idea who's playing, then you know your game kicks off and you have the backup quarterback out there. Also, weather reports, I think, are very important. Like, um, for example, I think the total actually in Navy-Notre Dame is way too low. I mean, these two teams, they always play in a shootout. Last season, it was what, 36 to 33? I'm sorry, 38 to 35. But, I mean, they're predicting some weather, some wind, some rain. We won't know until the morning of uh, 
of game day. So I'll be on the air. I can fill you in on the weather report, why the line's moving, all that fun stuff, injuries. And, you know, we'll just give out picks. We'll have fun. I'm coming off my best year of college football. So excited to get going. It's my favorite sport. Awesome. I love it, Horvy. Can't wait to check out the show. Congratulations. I'm glad you brought up Navy Notre Dame. We do know there is going to be some weather. Ed and I are split on this one. He bet Notre Dame on the spread. I took Navy plus the points. I think with the triple option and the rain that they can cover, what say you in this one? Yeah, and that's like the other thing that I want to go through tomorrow is also the rule changes in college football. I feel like you know, with the clock, that's going to be really important, especially with these service academy teams. I think that might limit their possessions, you know, the nerdy stuff like that. But so I'm a big Notre Dame fan. I haven't been this excited since year two of Brady Quinn. And then he just got way too big and he could no longer throw a football. But Sam Hartman, guys, is the real deal. Uh, he started 45 games at Wake Forest, has the most 300-yard passing games in ACC history. You know, he's already picked up the offense. He's already the captain, a co-captain on this team. They also, I mean, they're loaded in the backfield. Audric Estime's back. He had uh, three 100-yard games last season, led the team in rushing yards. They're probably going to use multiple backs. Don't love the wide receiver room. But the only thing that concerns me, you know, defensively, Notre Dame brings back eight starters. But they lose everybody up front. They have to replace all three defensive linemen. Navy has a pretty strong offensive line. They bring back three of their five starters, four guys with experience. They're also pretty tough up front on the defensive side of the ball. So I did take the points with Navy. Um, they just always play Notre Dame tough. But if Notre Dame does cover this, that's the bet I'm fine losing uh, because I'm pretty excited for Notre Dame football this season. So I'm kind of with both of you, but I did take the points with you, Aaron. And again, like if this weather could hold off, I kind of like the over in this game. I think Notre Dame is yeah. going to be much better offensively. You obviously have to upgrade them with Sam Hartman. You know, so we'll see. But I do like Navy with the points. Yeah, the defensive front is uh, interesting with Notre Dame just because, uh, you know, you do have some who have graded out really well, regardless of, you know, who's being replaced, things like that. But definitely this is something where if you feel like Notre Dame can overwhelm with talent – that's one of the areas where I went. And Navy, yeah, it's the triple option, but they're trying to pass the ball a little bit. At least that's what they're claiming. So, you know, I mean, maybe more of a general statement that, that you can expound upon. But this idea, when you have like a new offensive coordinator and you're trying to change things up, how long does it take before that offense is fully installed? Yeah, and that's a great question, you know. And I think sometimes, I mean, you made another great point right there, just like – okay, Notre Dame is going to replace three defensive linemen, but look at who they're replacing them with. You know, people keep making the case against UCLA. Oh, they lost DTRA. Oh, they, lo they lost Zach Charbonnet. But, yeah, they, they replaced Charbonnet with Carson Steele, who I might like more, actually, as crazy as that sounds. So I think they'll be just as good as college football. You usually replace four stars or five stars with other four stars or five stars. But with a new OC, you know, that's why I'm usually pretty invested in the spring. When everybody else is talking about baseball or the NBA playoffs, I watch the spring games. I like to see who is picking up this offense. You know, another team I'm really excited about this season, Ed, is uh, Wisconsin. And I can't wait to see what that offense looks like. It's going to be like an air raid with a mix of what they like to do because Braylon Allen is still there and they like to run the ball. But then I watch the spring game. I get a little nervous because Tanner Mordecai, who I love, throws four interceptions in the spring game, and then I think, wait a minute, he's picking up on a new offense. You know what I'm saying? So he's going to be fine. 
With Navy, though, that's the thing. I don't know if I buy into this. They're still going to run the triple option, and they want to throw the ball more. Like you said, they have a new OC, yet they haven't named a starting quarterback. We think it's going to be Horvath. No relation to me, unfortunately, but they got two guys. They haven't named their starting quarterback. So while they say they want to push the ball down the field, are they going to be able to, especially if it's rainy and windy, and they don't even have a starting quarterback on that roster? So that's the only concern. So I think it's different with each program. I just I think that's a great question, though. I want to talk big picture about the Pac-12. It seems like a few teams are going to be good, maybe even more. The quarterback play especially is going to be competitive. Who are you higher on on the Pac-12 this season, and who are you looking to fade? Yeah, so in the Pac-12 this season, I mean, if you look at the prices for each team, I think the price for USC makes complete sense. I didn't play them, but Caleb Williams, obviously we know how good he is. He could win back-to-back Heismans if he stays healthy. The only thing that concerns me about USC is the back half of their schedule. It's tough. I mean, they get Notre Dame this season. Um, So I stayed away, but the number seems about right. And I also think they're going to be a little bit better on the defensive side of the ball. I like their coordinator, Alex Grinch. I know a lot of people are down on them. Um, I know if you look at the numbers, it looks bad. But if you look at the numbers in 2021 and 2020, they actually really upgraded on the defensive side of the ball. They bring back eight starters. Half of those guys probably won't even start because they upgrade through the transfer portal. I think USC is going to be tough this season. Oregon, the thing that scares me about them, Bo Nix is coming off his best season as a college football quarterback, completed 70% of his passes, would have put up probably better numbers if he didn't play with a high ankle sprain the last couple weeks of the season. But Kenny Dillingham, the OC, leaves. And, you know, that's when Bo had his best season. Also, Kenny Dillingham was at Auburn. He recruited Bo there. So that concerns me a little bit. Um, But I still think Oregon will be pretty tough. Washington, they lose their top running back, but I still love their head coach, Kalen DeBoer and Michael Penix. They're still going to be able to push the ball down the field. They're still going to be pretty tough defensively. So all those teams are being talked about, and it makes sense. The one team that I think everybody's sleeping on, though, is Oregon State. Uh, I know DJ wasn't great at Clemson. I just think he needed to change his scenery. I think they're going to be tough defensively, even though they do lose quite a bit. They're going to be able to run the football. And I just love their, their head coach. I mean, I just think that their coaching staff is great. I think Oregon State's being slept on. And then another sleeper team for me would be UCLA, especially at 14-1. to 1. We talked about it. I mean, you replace DTR. We think it's going to be Dante as the starting quarterback. Carson Steele's now, at, you know, he's in the backfield now. And on the defensive side of the ball, I think this is actually the best defense Chip Kelly's had since he's taken this job at UCLA. So I like those prices. But I won't be shocked if it's chalk and USC ends up you know, finishing with one loss and uh, ends up in the college football playoff this season, as long as they stay healthy. Yeah, happy you brought up UCLA. That's a bet I like over that win total because I'm with you. I think uh, the quarterback position with DTR departing uh, may look very different. It might even be improved a little bit, but I'm with you that UCLA definitely offers a lot of value on different fronts. Um, For some reason, as an SMU alum, I've been looking at the ACC a lot. I don't know why, just seem to randomly. But uh, when you're looking at, say, Florida State, Clemson, maybe even North Carolina as a dark horse, how do you see that conference playing out? Yeah, so, um, you know, I think Florida State's getting all the hype, and it makes complete sense. You know, they come back. Jordan Travis, he was ridiculously good, which surprised everybody, I think. The year before, I mean, he there was a couple times, even at practice, there were some, like, really crappy weather days where he didn't look very good. You know, he was thinking about maybe changing positions. And then last year, what, 24 touchdown passes, the just five picks, looked like a Heisman candidate. 
Uh, they're loaded in the backfield. They're really good at the skill position. I mean, they got uh, Johnny Wilson coming back. He's six foot seven. And then on the defensive side of the ball, they were just as good. They only gave up 20 points per game. Um, and I don't think they're going to skip a beat. I think this is Mike Norvell's best team at Florida State. But I had to play Clemson, uh, not only to win the ACC. I went over on their win total, but also to win the national title. I just feel like they're a sleeping giant. I think they upgraded the quarterback position. Even though I'm high on DJ at uh, Oregon State, I think Cade Klubnick in this offense is a much better fit. I don't love the wide receiver room, but I like the backfield. Will Shipley's back. I think he's going to have a monster year. And on the defensive side of the ball, they have one of the, if not the best defensive line in the country, definitely one of the best defensive lines in the country every single season. Um, and I'm not the biggest dabble guy, but it's been a while since they've been in the college football playoff or since they was, they've won a national title. I think they have their best quarterback since, uh, you know, obviously Trevor Lawrence was there. So I like Clemson, man. Uh, a sleeper team, though, yeah. that for whatever reason nobody's talking about this season. Love the win total over seven wins. Played it at six and a half when it was first uh, first released. Pitt, um, you know, Pitt, they mm. upgraded the quarterback position. I was not a Keaton Slovis guy, uh, as we talked about when I filled in with you guys, Ed. Um, I think they upgrade there, bringing in Phil Jerkovic, who he just has to stay healthy. He's reunited with his OC from 2020 when he had his best season in college. I think Pitt's really being slept on. They're going to be tough on the defensive side of the ball. I like Pat Narduzzi a lot as a head coach. Uh, he coaches. He gets the most out of his guys. I think they win at least eight games. I think that's their floor on the ACC this season. Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Nice. I love it. A lot of people talking about Clemson this year, too. High on them. I want to ask you about Florida, Utah. This spread was at about seven. It's come down to four and a half. Obviously, the injury concerns to Cam Rising, to his backup, Brandon Rose. Will it be a third-string quarterback? It sounds like they're just playing everything close to the vest. What's your assessment of this one? Any plays here? So I'm glad that I didn't play Utah because I actually almost played Utah. I played Utah last season when we saw this game, and Anthony Richardson just absolutely destroyed me in that game. But, you know, Utah is one of the toughest places to play in the country. They're still going to be really tough defensively. But if you go back, you watch those games last year, they just weren't as tough up front as they usually are. Still, 
I mean, usually they're my favorite bet in the Pac-12. We just got done talking about the Pac-12. I played them last year to win the Pac-12 because they're more like a Big Ten team. They're so physical compared to these other Pac-12 teams. But this year, I mean, you have to replace on the offensive side of the ball a guy like Dalton Kincaid, who I think he's going to have a huge year with the Buffalo Bills. Cam Rising, I don't know how healthy he is. He tore that ACL in the bowl game. So that number, it continues to come down. That tells me we're not going to see Cam Rising in this game. And while I still think Utah should be favored with a backup quarterback, I don't want to play Utah. I know everybody's down on Florida. The win total's five and a half. They replaced Anthony Richardson with Graham Mertz. As crazy as this sounds, though, I kind of like Florida's win total. I think they're live in this game. And I'm not a Graham Mertz guy. I've watched a lot of Wisconsin football the last couple of years. But you know what Graham Mertz is, right? You know what the ceiling is, and you know what the lows are. With Anthony Richardson, you'd have games like you got week one against Utah where he'd look like a pro quarterback. Then you'd have games where you're like, what is this guy looking at? He, cannot, he can't read a defense. He's, there's a whole side of the field he's not seeing. So Florida might surprise people. They might shock Utah in this game. But I think the play is, and unfortunately the number continues to go down, I'd probably play it right now. I like the under. I think this is going to be a low-scoring game. I think both defenses will show up. I think the first half will probably be a little bit of a feeling out process. Maybe you go first half under, but I think the under is the look in Florida, Utah. About a minute left here outside of Notre Dame Navy. What other week zero bets do you have? All right. Yeah. So um, I'm really high on UTEP football this season, guys. I absolutely love them. Um, Their win total opened at five. It's five and a half right now. They won five games last season. I just, I don't understand it. They're 10 to one to win conference USA. 15 starters are back. They bring back their quarterback, Gavin Hardison. He has a big arm. Their running back, uh, Deion Hankins, is back. He rushed for over 700 yards. And something that nobody's talking about, their wide receiver, Tyron Smith, he's going to suit up week zero. He actually transferred to um, Texas A&M and then came back to UTEP. So he's going to be there. Seven starters back on the defensive side of the ball. I really like their head coach, Dana Dimmel. Uh, I'd like UTEP this season, and I like them as one-point favorites against Jacksonville State, who's playing their first game in the FBS uh, on Saturday. Quickly, another week zero bet that you like, that, uh, a little teaser for the show, if you will. All right, so this one's disgusting, but I like Hawaii with the points. I like Vandy a little bit this season, over three and a half wins. But Hawaii, okay, so the first five games of the season, they were the worst team in college football last year. But then after they hit the bye, they covered in seven of their last nine games, I believe, and they did it by an average of seven points. It's year two for Timmy Chang. Their quarterback's back. Their leading rusher's back. Their top receiver's back. I think they keep this game close, guys. Vandy, a double-digit favorite. I don't Good stuff. Again, BetQL tailgate kickoff Saturday morning at 9 o'clock Eastern time. Corby, thank you so much. We greatly appreciate it. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, we go nuts again. We're putting together a cross-sport championship parlay right here on the BetQL Network.